too hard, eating three times as much as you should. And practically at your weight, eating the food that belonged to next three years ahead of time. So you're still overeating and doing whatever you want and just giving me excuses now. What do you want the magic happen? What do you expect to happen? It's hard. Eating right is hard. Ashley Bernard was 32 when she appeared on season eight of My 600-Pound Life at the weight of 637 pounds. Her life changed when she was as little as five as her babysitter's boyfriend molested her. She internalized the experience and turned to food, not just to cope, but also so she would be bigger and would protect herself. But the food became her addiction and started controlling her to the point where she could not stop eating anymore. Weighing about 400 pounds, her knees gave out, and she had to have surgery to replace them. She dug herself into food further to cope with her new reality, but also to continue to protect herself from being violated again. But at 15, yet she was again and again. Ashley would blame herself and use food even more, but this time to forget. Then she started living recklessly and became pregnant with her first child. Later on, she met someone she wanted to be with, and because her weight was an issue for him, she attempted weight loss. But her progresses were never enough for him. So she gave up. I met someone that I wanted to be with, but he had concerns about my weight. So I decided that I wanted to try to lose weight. And I tried to lose as much as I could so that he'd want me. And I had some success at it, but no matter how much progress I was making, it wasn't enough for him. Here's the thing. When you try to lose weight for others, you may succeed, but it wouldn't be permanent. You have to want it for yourself because you don't need anyone's approval to love yourself or live your life. Your standards will not always match those of others. And this is why you have to live by your own standards, making your own rules for yourself. Ashley tried to lose weight for her then boyfriend. She probably lost a significant amount and continued to lose some, but the guy might have wanted her to lose more and faster. Or he could have settled for her weight at first thinking he'd get used to it, forcing himself to accept something he already knew he didn't like. And it backfired on both of them. Weight loss is an individual journey that you take for yourself and your health, and it is also self-love. Some people might support you on that journey and some won't. But on that journey, none of them matters but you. Anyways, Ashley met someone else later on and got pregnant with her second child. Then that man left. She moved in with her mother as she couldn't take care of herself due to her weight, let alone taking care of the children. Ashley was handed a difficult life, and she reached a point where she felt trapped in her own body and wanted changes. Early on in the episode, it was not hard to see that Ashley's family were her enablers. I mean, she found the courage to share her molestation story with her mother when she was still a child, and though the mother made it stop, the mother also did nothing that would also make Ashley stop gaining weight. What about the mental health of this child who was so young and yet already so broken? Nothing was done there, and it seriously angers me. In a way, her mother let her down, and her family lets her down every time they enable her food addiction. Ashley decided to lose weight, so she sought the help of Dr. Now. In the first appointment with the surgeon, he determined that she had an eating disorder, and instead of addressing it first, he started her on his weight loss program. This is gross negligence, and I would go as far as calling it malpractice. He had a mentally ill person in front of him. 
Binge eating disorder does not just start out of the blue. It gets triggered by something deeper. This was the most important thing to address first before putting Ashley on a weight loss program. By starting with his program, Dr. Now is only hoping to treat a symptom and not the illness. This was a patient that he should have not taken in, but instead should have referred to a therapist. So what happens from here and whether we move ahead with you will all depend on the choices you make from here, okay? And this, Beasties, is how Dr. Now set Ashley up for failure. It's clear that Ashley has a history of making excuses to justify her overeating. She seems to have convinced herself that overeating is an acceptable coping mechanism. But I also don't think she's been honest with me. So, Dr. Now agreed that Ashley had deeper issues and that she was not completely honest with him on that first appointment. Here's the thing. The appointment was not private enough for her to be completely honest. Not everybody who has been molested and then raped wants to talk about it in the presence of their friend and child. Definitely not if these individuals have traumas that they have not healed or addressed and worked through with a therapist. Yes, Ashley made excuses for her overeating, but if you paid attention, she was going to say the real reasons, but stopped herself because again, the environment was not safe and private enough for her to share that part of her. If you're the one choosing to overeat, then tell me why do you keep overeating if you want to lose weight? Um. There. While Ashley was sent home to lose some weight on her own, it was not easy either. She lives with her parents and her mother is the cook. The mother has not adjusted the cooking for Ashley. Not that everybody needs to be on a diet, but she could at least pretend that she was trying for Ashley's meals. Or Ashley could also make her own meals following the diet plan from Dr. Now's book. So these were some missed opportunities already. What Ashley was seen eating was not bad in itself. As a matter of fact, one can eat those meals and still lose weight. The big problem, no pun intended, is the quantities, but also the sodium for Ashley. Ashley was eating more than her daily recommended 1,200 calories. So, at the next appointment with Dr. Now, instead of being 80 pounds lighter, she only had lost six. That's a bit surprising to me, because I know what I did and how hard I pushed myself to make the progress I needed. I know there were days where I didn't do as well, but it was hardly ever, so I don't understand why my progress was so little. When you do not track what you eat, how you eat it, how do you know how much you eat? You ate more than you were supposed to and probably did not exercise at all. At that appointment, it transpired that Ashley could be wanting to lose weight, provided someone else would do the work for her. I'm disappointed to see how little progress Ashley made and how she is continuing to make excuses to justify her overeating. But she needs to wake up soon before she gets to a point where there may not be much more we can do for her. Dr. Now expressed his disappointment in Ashley and her poor performance, and I do agree to some extent. It was disappointing, but I think it was also unfair for him to take such a position when he was the one setting her up for failure by providing her with the wrong type of care. I also disagree with him saying that Ashley needed to wake up and eat right. That has to be one of the most idiotic things to tell an addict. Hey, you drink too much and it's killing you. You should wake up and stop drinking already. Seriously? Do you seriously think addicts don't want to break free of their addictions? Addiction is not entirely a willpower thing. 
The word addiction is thrown in the air very often, but what is it really? What is addiction? The American Society of Addiction Medicine, or ASAM, defines addiction as a chronic brain disorder in which a person, called an addict, is unable to stop using a substance or engaging in a behavior despite the substance or behavior causing them physical and psychological harm. The substance or behavior can be anything, drugs, alcohol, food, sex, work, gambling, and so on. Addiction rewires the brain in a way that makes it process information differently than it normally would. And this is deeply implemented in the reward system of the brain, where dopamine, a neurotransmitter or chemical messenger, is released at higher than normal doses. You see, dopamine contributes in keeping us alive. When we perform certain activities or use certain substances, we feel instant pleasure, which causes us to repeat the activity or behavior. For instance, this is seen when we are hungry or when we exercise. When the reward pathway in the brain is disrupted, addiction is formed and we lose control. In short, addiction hijacks a person's brain, enslaving them to a particular substance or behavior and which they become addicted to with no internal way of stopping even when they want to. They just can't on their own as addiction takes away their ability to think and act with self-control. A few factors contribute to the development of addiction. Genetics, mental health condition, and social environment. While we cannot attest to the genetics of Ashley, we do have an idea of the type of environment that she grew up in and the effects that her childhood and teen experiences may have had on her with the possible development of post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, depression, binge eating disorder, and other mental disorders, all of which support a stance on Ashley's lack of self-control toward food because she is addicted to it. Please do keep in mind that this is no diagnosis of her, but rather mere deductions and opinions from empathetic observation of her through her episode from my part. Being 600 pounds and more is extremely painful and difficult, leaving you dependent on other people to do even the basic things in life. It sucks. And this is why Beast Train Mean helps you lose weight and keep it off without you sacrificing any foods. The way this is done is via nutrition and exercise plans customized to you, your goals, and your lifestyle in three simple steps. Step one, you select a plan and fill out its assessment form. Step two, we develop a plan for you and discuss it with you. Step three, together we execute the plan and you hello to a new you. And right now, Beast Train Mean is running a 50% off special on all services, which is available now until December 30th, 2023. What's more is that by becoming a member, you get more discount on that deal on top of the perks that come with the membership. How cool is that? So hurry, because December 30th, 2023 may seem far away, but it really is not. Secure your spot today. And if you're looking for healthy, easy to make, delicious meals, we also have recipe books. All these can be found at link.bestrainmean.com slash services or buymecoffee.com slash Lola K. Don't be that person blaming your weight on the holidays. Let's work together. Ashley was addicted to food and it had a serious hold on her more than she herself even realized. 
For her to wake up, as Dr. Now suggested in his comment, her brain would need to be rewired the proper way. And that is the realm of psychotherapy, which is way outside Dr. Now's scope of practice, and the reason why he should have turned her down as a patient, and instead referred her to a psychotherapist. This latest appointment with him should have made that clear to him, even clearer than the first one. Eventually, Ashley would move to Houston to continue treatment with Dr. Now, and she lost an overall weight of 113 pounds. So, she was approved for weight loss surgery, and the date was set to two months from the third appointment, provided she would lose another 40 pounds. You're still overeating a little bit more than you should, but you are making progress that is consistent. So I see the positive changes you're making, and I'm proud of you for that. You're moving in the right direction, so I will approve you for weight loss surgery. But here's the condition. I'm going to schedule your surgery for two months from now, and I want you to continue to lose at least 20 pounds a month. So by the time I feel your operation, you should have lost another 40 pounds. Yes, she was making great improvements on her own. But was she receiving psychotherapy at the same time at least? I firmly believe her progresses would have been even more impressive within the reasonable realm. Ashley was called back to Dr. Now's office a week before her weight loss surgery, and she was told that based on the results of the tests that they ran on her a few days prior, they could not proceed with the weight loss surgery as planned because of bowel syndrome and gallbladder issues that needed to be addressed first before the surgery could happen. While those are legitimate reasons to postpone her weight loss surgery, I can't help myself thinking that even this diagnosis or turn of events was a setup for the show, something thrown in to merely add some sort of drama or some shocking turn of events. But by then, Ashley had surpassed the weight loss goal of 40 pounds that was given to her by losing 52 pounds. You go, girl. This latest appointment was another opportunity for Dr. Now to do the right thing and refer Ashley to psychotherapy, especially since it was going to be a while before she would undergo weight loss surgery. And Dr. Now knew better, and did nothing again. As a result, Ashley gained 34 pounds back in a month. This is not to say that she gained weight because she did not receive the surgery, but put yourself in her shoes for a moment. You're severely mentally ill and you know it. You also know that you need help and seek it. The person you trust to help you does not provide you with the right assistance, but despite that, you still have some fight left in you, that very last fuel to carry you where you need to go. After burning through it all, you get to your destination just to be told that it's not it. I invite you to understand and feel that scenario as if it happened to you before you judge Ashley and her gaining 34 pounds back a month after losing 52. Listen, I know that I am a very tough critic, and under different circumstances, Ashley would have probably received my wrath. But in this case, she had my sympathy instead. She was not lazy. At least, not in my eyes. Yes, she made excuses for her lack of trying at the beginning of her journey and during, while on the show, but she also did make a lot of effort and sacrifices, which should not be disregarded. And the fact that she did it by herself without any type of mental help assistance, which she desperately needed, is very commendable. It's very easy to stand at a distance and look at her in this episode and blame her for going back to her old ways after being so close to a goal just to be told that it needed to be put off. But you have to understand, or at least 
try to understand that she was at that point, burning her last rope to make her dream of getting weight loss surgery happen and go back to Louisiana to her babies. She put all her last eggs in one basket just to see the basket being burned in front of her eyes. Had she received mental health treatment at the same time, at least she would have learned ways to deal with her weight loss journey better, and she would have allocated her eggs differently. That way, maybe, just maybe, she would have looked at that the postponement of the weight loss journey while her other health issues were addressed differently, in a more positive and possibly even motivating way to continue to lose weight. So, in many ways, Dr. Now failed her, like he did many other patients on the shows before and after Ashley.